Welcome to an episode of Three Men in a War Game that you've apparently anxiously been waiting for. Uh, I'm Paul, and we didn't have quarantine going on right now. I I really hope that they would be making more Rambo movies. Yeah, all right. I, I, I'm Kevin, and that really screwed up my flow, but I miss going to the movies. <laughs> uh, this is Potter, and I really miss going to my favorite pizza joint in Raleigh. Yeah, man. Ugh. COVID-19. Screw COVID. Die in a fire. All right, Potter, what are we talking about tonight? Uh, oh, yeah, that is my job, isn't it? Uh, tonight um, on this episode, uh, we are talking about two-player starter sets. Two-player starters. And yeah. we will be going through and we will be ranking them. What? Three men on a war game are doing a rank episode? Oh, my God. Everything is yeah. subjective. Please uh, take all negative feedback and uh, point it towards Paul. This was Also, no. none of us are very smart, so you can't take any of it seriously. No. <laughs> Especially me. All right. Don't listen to me. Now that that's out of the way. Game news. Yeah, news. Yeah, it's been a long time. And I know, we haven't been responsible enough to take all the news that we've missed, but we have a couple things to talk about. I've um, been I've been so far under my rock, I don't even know what news is what. Like I'm looking at the rundown, I'm going, I don't even know what the hell he's talking about. Yeah, so it's crazy, right? Because like I wanted to get this into our first episode in September, and this is the first time we've recorded in September and it's halfway through, so I don't even know if this is gonna be relevant when we're out of here, but <laughs> I'm gonna say it all anyway. So one page rule, September is crazy. So if you're not a patron of one page rules, uh, this is my chance to implore you to be so. Uh, there are multiple levels that you can go at, which is a $3 level and a $5 level and a $10 level. Uh, and the things you can get in September, this is crazy because remember, if it's not, you don't have to go every month. You could just do it $10 this month and get all the stuff and then bounce. I'm not saying you should or whatever, but you can, right? But anyway, there's if you get the rules for five games for one, right? Grimdark Future, Firefight, Skirmish, Regiments is a bunch of stuff. Age of Fantasy, lots of games. You can get point calculators for all those games. There's a bunch of fiction you can get. There's three games that are also there, which is the arena-based games. And then they have a Warfleet game called FTL, Faster Than Light. There are two 2D armies fully there to print. There are three armies in 3D there to print. A bunch of Tyranids, a bunch of Tomb Kings for your 3D printers out there. So that can all be there. So you got a full 3D printable army. Uh, there are also 3D print tokens and rulers, and that's like the full thing, right? So 10 bucks, you can get two full armies of STLs, all those rules, all that stuff. So pretty dope. And even if you just do the $3, you get the rules for the five games. So definitely worth the September look at one page rules. And I'm, I just really love those guys um, and think that it's worth supporting them. So that's that for September. They're not sponsoring us or anything either. It's just like, it's awesome. You should check it out. All right. So uh, what do you guys think? Are you guys, do you guys, I mean, remember much from when we talked about <laughs> Grim Dark Future? That was like last year, right? Yeah. That was, was a while ago. <laughs> like, geez, no, I do. I do. Um, I do. Uh, I just unfortunately have been so drawn into Infinity as a game right now that I have not really been looking at any other game. Even though I know 
my Infinity models can very much be played in Grim Dark Future. So go get it. Play it. it. It's a fun game. But, I mean, the thing is, right, the thing that's really crazy is that even if you just are thinking about buying a 3D printer, you spend 10 bucks and you can download all the files so that at a later date you could print a full sort of Tyranid-style army or a full uh, Tomb King-style army. So that's it's pretty cool. Anyway. Yeah, I, I, I did see some of the guys on our Discord post up those uh, Tomb King-looking models. And they the, just from the just from the artwork alone, very cool-looking. Very, cool. very cool-looking. Yeah. All right. So the other two pieces of news, uh, Kings of War has a new two-player starter. looks like due out at the end of next month. Uh, yeah, that's kind of cool and surprising. Yes. Very cool. Very surprising. And maybe um, a hint at their, you know, they're going to be following that Corvus Belly model of having some badass two-player starter every winter or, you know, once a year. I guess it's spring for Corvus Belly, but every winter, right? So... Last year, they had the Northern Alliance versus the Night Stalkers. And this year, it's going to be the uh, Goblins versus the Ratkin. So, Skaven on Goblins. Pretty rad. And they're all new. All the plastic's new. Like, the brand new Goblin Sprues, the brand new Rat Sprues. Super exciting. That's a good... Those are two good armies to put together. Yeah, man. Um, and it sounds like the the theme of it is they're like fighting in the holds of ships, which is even cooler. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that's a really cool thing and you should check it out. I love Mantic. I need to buy... I, I, I need a Kings of War army that's Mantic models. Someday I'll settle on one, but very cool. Uh, and the third thing I want to talk about is from Blackside Studios. Uh, if you are a terrain fanatic like me, you already know that name. They make some of the best pre-painted MDF terrain in the game. Um, like honestly, so good. Uh, and for the price, incredible. And again, pre-painted. And they are coming out with their own rule set now. Uh, and so the rule set is called Don't Look Back. Um, it is on pre-order from now until they start shipping on October 12th. First come, first shipped. Um, so when you're hearing this, you probably still have time to go pre-order this game. So what is Don't Look Back? Uh, we're going to do an episode on it because I pre-ordered the hell out of this. This is one of those things that when you you sent it to us, I went, oh, God, Kevin's losing it because this is like his dream come true. It really <laughs> is. It really is. So it's a single player and cooperative war game. Uh, and the setting is that you play in a genre 80s movie. So yeah. think about your serial killer movie from the 80s with all of the tropes that you would expect to go along with it. And you play that cooperatively with your friends with an AI controlled killer or killers. Now, we, awesome. we're, we're talking we're talking all the tropes. All the tropes. So yeah. you, you have the ability for the version to lose a virginity and then die. I mean, I'm sure that that's going to be worked into it. They're pro- I think they're trying to keep it a little bit more PG than that. But there's definitely like the geek, the jock, the cheerleader, the like park ranger. Um, yeah. And the, the killer in the box comes with multiple head and weapon options. So you can sort of kit out your killer, your, your killer as you want. It's going to come with five scenarios. They've got two expansions up. One expansion is some grays with, so aliens, right? With three scenarios. And then they have a Texas Chainsaw Massacre looking dude with another three scenarios. And those expansions are 18 bucks a piece. So not bad for, um, the models plus the rules for those models. 
I've watched both the playthroughs and this, the different scenarios actually have quite different sorts of special rules. Um, so that, they, you know, it's basically one of those games where there's a core system that's pretty simple and then they bolt on a bunch of rules for each scenario and make each scenario a little more complex. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. It's a D20 ac- action resolution system. Um, yeah. Lots of fun stuff like, you know, lights flickering on and off, people tripping when they're trying to do stuff. Um, just very, very, very cool. Uh, you can lose either by fear or by actually getting hacked to death. So, <laughs> and they, and they, and they emphasize that. So like the terrain where you have your killer, that's like, uh, Jason or, uh, Michael Myers avatar, that guy's coming after you with a knife trying to kill you. Right. But there's also a the ring style mission where you have like ghouls coming out of a, a, a well and those ones are trying to scare you to death rather than actually physically murder you. That's pretty cool. Yes. I like that. Really interesting. Uh, and that basically this is a this is a this is a multi multiplayer starter that comes with all the terrain that you're going to need. So it comes with a big scary evil dead style cabin uh, and nice. a bunch of scatter. Uh, and then your dice and a bunch of laser cut wood tokens. Plus the miniatures. And guys, the miniatures come in a foam padded VHS box. <laughs> yeah, which is awesome. It. I think that's oh. my favorite thing about it. So uh, Don't Look Back by Blackside Studios. Uh, highly recommend go checking it out. Um, seems really good. Really, really good. Uh, especially if you're like me, hungry for a cooperative or a solo war game. Or like Sounds you just cool. love horror films. I, I do was about to say, right. I was like, love yeah, you like movies. the horror movies. Love horror movies. Yep. So I'm very excited about the future of that game. Yeah, that's a pretty cool one. That's going to be. That's definitely going to be one. At least that's going to be fun to watch and see what they do with it. Because there's not enough cooperative and solo miniature stuff out there. So there, I think that's no, there is not. And the thing is, is it heavily integrates with their terrain, and they have like. A ton of terrain. Like, they have terrains that look like the inside of spaceships, so they could do, like, an alien-style one where they give you a crew of a ship and an alien and some, like, interior terrain. They, You know, they, they, there's just, like, so many possibilities for ways they could go. Or, you know, Jason X. Yeah. There yeah. you go. They've, they've got uh, some suburbs, so you could do, like, a Hellraiser or uh, Dawn of the Dead-style one. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to um, be interesting. I mean, I'm not a big horror guy. I mean, most of my knowledge of horror tropes comes from, like, the Scream movies, so... Sure. Jokes on the tropes. Right, exactly. (laughs) So, um, you know, I'm I'm not big into that area, but, like, I can see where it's coming from. And, and again, like you said, not a lot of cooperative games out there, so that's really interesting to see, and I, I... Hope it, hope it the best and those that like it. I hope you guys enjoy it. And yeah, I'm, I'm super stoked. And the fact that I'm going to be able to get it and paint it before Halloween. Oh, man, I'm excited. Oh, nice. That's a quick turnaround. Because mm-hmm. they just announced that this week, didn't they? They did. You think two, yesterday or the day before. Yeah. Right. I was like, we, we had it on the Discord pretty quick. Yeah. Oh, it was like, we, we like there were three of us freaking out about it as they were showing it. Yeah. So Yeah, because you said October 12, right? Is when yeah. it's shipping? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really it's, uh, quick. It's all in production right now. Yep. That's no awesome. Kickstarter, just pre-order it and they'll start sending boxes out. That's awesome. So, yeah. So, that's game news. Well, I think there's one other for, I know, that came up that we saw on Discord. It's not very miniatures related, but it's I think it's what a lot of us got us into some miniature games. Hero Quest is coming back. Oh, shit. 
Yeah, Hero Quest. Well, we 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 expect Hero Quest is coming back. Well, we know that the Hero Quest IP. We don't know how how true is going to be to the original Games Workshop board game. But it's Hasbro that's taken it over. So, which is going to be interesting. Well, I mean, it was Milton Bradley and Games Workshop to start. Milton Bradley is now Hasbro. Right. I mean, it's it's the lineage like follows straight through the ownership. So I don't think it's there's an ownership thing, and maybe there's some you know I don't know right because the miniatures were originally Games Workshop miniatures. That was what they brought. So right. Who knows? So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I hope I hope it keeps the like the the you know the the dungeon exploration you know old school you know trifold dungeon keeper map kind of thing um, in there. So it, it was one of my first loves of miniatures. Um, without knowing that it was my love of miniatures because I really enjoyed playing that board game when I was like in – I think I was in elementary school when I played it. So Yeah, same. I never yeah. played it. I wish I hadn't sold it, man. I would have played it with you. Oh, that would have been cool. Well, we'll have to check out the new one. All right. Well, let's yep. go. Let's go main topic. We've been uh, – I know we had a lot of news, but let's go, let's go on to the main topic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, two-player boxes. Uh, why don't you tell us, Kevin, uh, how we're going to approach this? Yeah. So we're going to talk about two-player starters and a couple one-player starters, too, or a few one-player starters. Um, so we're going to keep this to boxes that one of us has to own or have talked about enough people – talked about it with enough people to have authority about the boxes. So this isn't going to be an industry-wide holistic. We're breaking down every two-player box that's ever been made. It's stuff we own, stuff we know, um, and we're going to break those down. We're going to talk about what makes a starter box good before we start, and we're going to hit on those topics as we talk about each of these boxes, and then we're going to rank them. We're going to rank them S as the highest, and then uh, A through F as good to worse, right? So A is the best, and then A, B, C, D, E, F, etc. Perfect. All right. It's a rank episode, guys. It's, it's, it's a rank episode. Well, I mean, I want to talk more. I mean, I, I think the ranking is just the fun side effect of the fact that we're going to be talking about these boxes and what they bring mm-hmm. and why they're good, right? Heck yeah. Yep. So let's talk about our criteria. Now, I don't think we're going to hit on each of these criteria for every game because we'd be here all damn night. But these are the things that we're going to, the types of things we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the quality of rules inclusion um, because everybody knows they've opened a two player starter that didn't have a full rule book in it. Yeah. Um, so uh, that gonna, sucks. Yep. They have partial rule books or whatever. So we're going to talk about the quality of the rules that are included and what's in there. We're going to talk about the selection of models that are included for both aesthetic quality and perhaps more importantly for the quality of those models to carry you into the game further. So when you buy the starter set, are you likely to use those models as you continue growing into the game? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about terrain. Is there terrain? Is the terrain good? Does it suck? Uh, terrain is a thing. A lot of good starters come with it, so we're going to talk about it. Uh, also, two-player starters generally come with learning scenarios, so we'll talk about the presence or absence of learning scenarios in the two-player boxes, uh, as well as whether or not those scenarios are boring and shouldn't have been included, or if they're pretty good. Uh, and then the last thing we'll talk about is the Christmas morning test. So uh, this is really easy uh, to, de- to determine if a thing passes. Basically, the Christmas morning test, if you aren't familiar, uh, is can you 
take this thing out, unwrap it, and be playing it with your kids in 15 to 20 minutes. So you unwrap it, give yourself a little read of the rules uh, as they are, and start playing. So that generally means the terrain and models, if included, are assembled. Uh, and there are clear intro scenarios that allow you to play, while, learn while you're playing. Sound good? Perfect. Sounds good. I'm good. Cool. I'm on board. Let's do this All right. thing. That's what we're going to do. So let's talk about our first game, guys. And the first game we're going to come out. This feels kind of bad, but I think this is an important place for us to start. And that's Guild Ball. Uh, <laughs> the reason it feels bad, if you're not familiar, is because, uh, uh, you know, um, SFG just euthanized this game. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn. Oh, man. Well, I guess, um, I, I guess that's better than just abandoning it by the side of the road. No, dude. No, they, they, they hung it in front of us and shot it in the neck. Oh, uh, oh no. Oh, they, they, they did. They, they predicted it in their own fluff. It's like when they, they uh, nailed scum to the pub door. Oh, yeah, God, yeah, basically. That's what they did. They Except just, for nailing scum to the door was a good thing. It's like the, uh, there, I can, there's a plenty of Eric Andre shooting the blindfolded guy memes you can say about it. But anyway, it, it's important to bring up because when we talk about two player starters and we talk about the industry that we live in currently, right now in 2020, it's very different for two player starters. And a lot of the reason it's different is because of Guild Ball. Okay. So wh- whether or not you've played Guild Ball or have ever ever bought the kickoff starter. The kickoff starter has been highly influential ever since it came out. There was almost nothing like it before it came out, and everything is like it now. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So we should start by talking about the, the Guild Ball two-player starter box. Um, okay. All right, guys. So the Christmas morning test was invented by uh Matt Hart, right? So the the writer of Guild Ball. As to the goal, the design goal of the Guild Ball box, and it passes the Christmas morning test. Oh, by a country mile. I mean, this is it, this thing gives you everything. Yep. All the tokens, health dials, cards, rules. There's intro scenarios so that you don't even – all you have to do is open the book and start turning pages and following the instructions. It tells you exactly where to set your models up, exactly how to take the first couple turns, and introduces you to the, the, the concepts one at a time. So yeah, you enough. can – Start right. your first game. Yeah, I mean, it's it's enough dice, tokens, dials, health dials, everything that you need for two people to play. You truly can take this box and truly split it between two people, mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. Whereas I know a lot of boxes, like, you've got enough models for two people, but, you know, there's one rule book, there's one set of dice, there's one tape measure kind of thing. Like, Yeah, I mean, there's only one rule book in here, but re- you can really get two, play- two players up and running real easily here. Yeah, but their rules were free online anyway, so you didn't they really are. need the rule book unless you want. I don't because I don't think that one had fluff in it. No, it was just the rules. Yeah, so you, which is something you really didn't need since their rules were online for free. Yep. And um, honestly, if you find a Guild Ball box now and you never played it and you can get a good deal on it, a kickoff box, it's not a bad thing to buy because it's really a self-contained product. Yep. Yeah, that's just it. You could treat it as a. a- board game almost at yeah that rate. You, you don't need to worry about the errata you can just play it right right out of the in the mm-hmm. in the condition that you open it in and it's fine yep um so quality of rules high good the selection of models real good they because you get two, a couple two you get two full teams two full teams mm-hmm. yep yep you get a full roster for the masons and the brewers 
And they were they were full pretty much almost the, the entire teams with, you know, maybe missing two or three miles for the teams as they were when that box set came out. Well, I think yep. when the box came out, they each had 12. So it was half, half the models at the time. But even even if that's not true, it doesn't matter, right? Because all you need for a roster is six. You need five players or six players, one captain and one mascot, basically, right? And then four right. squaddies. And each of the, the six has that. So, um, and honestly, if you were to buy those, if you go and you look at the resin teams that are available as the game is being sort of like sunsetted, um, the, the models that you get are two of the boxes you can buy in resin. So, right. Um, this is my, uh, I'm not going to have a lot of super high. This is a, this is an A approaching S tier game box to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I call, I, I would say I would put it in the A tier for me, for Kevin, um, and not S only because the, it was their first attempt at the plastics and the details are a little soft on some of the models, mm-hmm. um, but the models are fine. And also there isn't any terrain to speak of. It's uh, sort of like 2D cardboardy stuff rather than 3D terrain. So I got to take a couple of marks off for that. Well, but, I mean, that was popular in Gilball at the time. So I, I most mean, of the terrain back then was was 2D terrain. Yeah, I for sure, but I, I still for me this is a this is a strong A for me. Gotcha. Okay. Do you guys have anything you want to say about Guild Ball? I mean, uh, I, I think I think that set was probably one of the best two player starter sets that I ever saw. I never bought it, um, but the like it, like the only thing that stops me from putting it into an S tier is the model quality. They were not very good. They were. They, it felt very board gameish quality. Fine is how I would describe them. Yeah, yeah, they were fine. fine. But here's the thing, though, right? Like with that, all you needed was board game quality because you were getting a lot of stuff, and that box isn't all that expensive either it's for not, a miniature right. game. It's fifty not. bucks it was, mm-hmm. when you get it at, at you know. It's, I think seventy is the retail, but like you could usually find it for fifty when it was available. And I and in 2017, Paul, I would have given this an S ranking. It's Absolutely, just, because we, we've we, seen better now, right? We, but but at the time you didn't. You, you no, never saw. Yeah, and that's yeah. and that's the point, right? Like there wasn't percent. anything like it. I mean, but I still say that it's aged well with being, you know, with us saying, "Hey, A tier for this thing." I think yeah. that the box Str- itself has aged very well. Strong A, mm-hmm. yep, for me. I agree. All right, so A A A for Guild Ball. We are in agreement. Yep. All right. So let's um we're gonna we're gonna now dip into the boring stuff. <laughs> the trio trio day games workshop. Uh. <laughs> All right. So let's start with uh well I mean we have to we have to have a you know a basis of comparison. So let's talk about Warhammer 40k. And you know, it's hard to talk about Warhammer 40k starters because they come out in triplicates right now. Right. So mm-hmm. eighth edition and ninth edition both had three sets. They had like their $50 set, their $70 set, and then the $150 set. So let's talk about the big, bad, nasty, the $150. So your current one, that's the one that comes with a decent size uh, board to play on. Uh, it comes with a bunch of plastic terrain, some Necrons, uh, a couple of the Spider Bros, the. Uh, the Space Marines, the bikes, a couple nice guys. It's 150 bucks. Uh, it comes with a slimmed down version of the rule book. It's the rules itself with no fluff. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. So where do you guys want to start this discussion on 40K talking about the $150 current offering box? 
All right. So because of the fact that with this edition, they put in their kilting quality terrain mm-hmm. and with the fact that the amount of models that you get into it, I'm going to give it a B. Um, I like I like two-player starter sets that give you slimmed-down rules books because of the fact that not everybody wants the fluff, and it's something that's a little bit simpler and easier for people to get into that won't be kind of like looking at this 600-page tome that the core rulebook is and get a little, you know, get a little daunted on that. So I, I do like the slimmed-down rule books that they give. And again, it's GW quality models. I'm almost considering dropping it to a C just because of the price. It's because expensive. that price it is expensive, but I'm, when I'm looking at it from a relative to what GW models cost, you are getting a savings for GW prices. Yeah, and so it's the Commander Edition is the name of the box, right? So, so I, I'm I'm at a low B. Yep, I think I'm at a low, a solid, low, solid low B. So, uh, so B minus, <laughs> B minus. Yeah, we're at, we're at, I'm at a B minus because again, the, the models are quality. It's GW. Your models are quality. Yeah, they're great. Um, you know, you're getting a good, you're getting a good rule book. You're getting quality terrain. It's just that price point that comes with it, and also just again, it's 40k. It's a very simple game. Yeah. Paul, where you and it also thing? doesn't pass the Christmas morning test because you definitely does not. You're, you're talking you about gotta, you're talking about a dozen hours, at least a dozen hours before you're before you're even playing. Not to start, not even to start talking about painting. I have yeah. built two starter boxes of terrain, which we'll talk about next and next. And the terrain builds themselves are nine hours. So, and if you're talking about a person who's never played a war game before, get out of here. Very long time before you're playing. Definitely doesn't pass. Paul, where are you at here? Uh, so I think it's nice that you get the terrain. Mm-hmm. I here's here's my thing, and this has kind of been going across lots of stuff war game wise. Is I've discovered I don't like putting out huge chunks of money in one go when it comes mm-hmm. to war gaming. Okay, any, anymore. So I have a hard time swallowing the price point. Well, so the price point's 165 and I know for a fact that we're going to have an expensive box later that you're going to give an S tier to. So careful with this one. As yes. the justification. How, however, no, no, no. I, it's it's not even like necessarily a, oh, I can justify it because it's what I, what I, I think, get. I think I, price what, relative. What I'm, say, what I'm saying is that I, I just, I've developed an aversion. To yeah. putting out the mass, you know, the huge chunks of money, like, like, regardless of what it is, like, like if it's if I'm buying something for a, a miniatures game and it's like over fifty bucks, I'm going. How much would I even really need that? Yeah, and so and here's the thing I want to talk about with this box, and because it, it's it's value, it's price relative to value, right? Right, and and so, it's not it's not bad with that, right? Like, and that's no, and that's no, what no, I was no, going to no, no, no. say. And, and like, I mean, that's, and I mean value good. in terms of like playing a full game. Right. And what you need toward getting a full list for Warhammer 40,000. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, it. That box isn't can, even close. You to can't that. play that's a game with that, right? Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's part of it, too. That's, yeah. you know, that's a, that's a huge hunk of it. And so oh, that's, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good, uh, point to i didn't even think about that when i was going through mine was the, the fact that you can't even play a full game no right it's, compare it's, that play compare that to the guild ball, guild ball. right it gets right. a big minus for that you can play so so here are the pluses right it's gorgeous right. like and no one's gonna argue like aesthetics for this box s tier 
the the terrain is amazing. It's some of the best grimdark terrain they've put out. I love it. Um, the new Primaris models are amazing. The new Necrons are some of my favorite Games Workshop models ever. Um, they're so, so I cannot overstate how good these models are. Um, but, you know, realistically, you're getting like four or five hundred points worth of models, maybe, um, for each side. Um, not even that, probably. So we're not even talking about a quarter of an army. Right, and that's the challenge with making it a two-player starter set for a game like that, right? Yeah, so- it is. And it's a little unfair, maybe, even, because of the size of the game itself. <clears throat> but, you know, we have to look at it, um, I guess, and judge it on its merits. And it is playable, but the thing is, like, once you get past that, it's a huge investment to really sink into 40K. It is. And the thing is, like, saying what you just said, uh, Chaus, about the fact that, you know, it's it's maybe it's unfair to judge GW on that because of the, their point size of their games. Uh, their one-player starters that they do aren't even enough models for you to play in no. an entire army. No. Whereas almost every other game on our list here, it is. Mm-hmm. I think my, I, I think I'm down. I think I'm down to a C. I think you guys have talked me down to a C. All right. <laughs> um, I am also a C, C minus. I think for this one, um, if it was just aesthetics, I would rank it much higher. Just so models in the box S, but the cohesive product itself, I'm just not on board. C. Yeah, yeah. Because even even when I did look at it in the store, I wasn't like, "Ooh, look at all the cool stuff." I think the Indominus box was, you know, more Indominus cohesive box is in some a ways. Indominus yeah. box is a strong B, and that's mm-hmm. not even a two player starter. It's just for the models that you get. It's right. so incredible value. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree with that one. I bought it. <laughs> I mean, I for bought it Necrons. too. I bought it and I sold the Space Marines. But um, yeah, sounds sounds familiar but opposite. <laughs> uh, so where are you at on Warhammer, Paul? C, D. Uh, let's go C minus. No, yeah, let's go D. We're gonna go with D. a D. That's fair. Everyone needs to be a curmudgeon somewhere. Yeah, right, so it's, it's, about- it, 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 yeah, it's no better than my grade I got in geometry in 10th grade. <laughs> there you go. All right, kill team. And, and we'll try and speed through these. I don't want to I don't want to labor over these ones. Yeah, kill, so team, kill team starters are good. Yeah, um, I'm giving kill team a B uh, yeah. without going into too much detail. It's it's better than what you get with the the Warhammer the for, new 40k stuff uh, in terms of rules, tokens, dice train yeah. so oh, it's good. a B. great great everything's playable right out of the box except for the army so size for the forces models. yep which is why i'm going to give it a b minus i'm at a c plus b minus and i think i'm going to lean b minus because the forces aren't legal out of the box and they make you spend 150 dollars, and you have to buy something goddamn else to play a legal game um and so that's GW. something goddamn else you have to buy it's a 35 dollar dude but all, but it, it could it could also be multiple boxes, right? Because you might buy a box that has ten of one thing that you need one of for kill team. It's so frustrating the way they release kill team. Anyway, yeah, um, I, I like the starters. I think like as a as a starting place for a game, they're not bad. So I'm going to give it a B. Agreed. Yeah, I, th- I think they actually do a better job on the point price point wise than than the 40k one. Like mm-hmm. I feel like like you get. It feels a like a lot more of a terrain. Game, for, a yeah, complete game. yeah, and you and you feel like you get a lot more terrain for your dollar in that one. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I think that I think that sits better for me overall because so I guess I'm kind at? of the price guy on this one. Yeah, uh, um, uh, I'm gonna go. 
C plus. C plus. All right, let's talk about War Cry. All right. So War Cry uh, does not pass Christmas morning tests. We talked about it earlier. Uh, it's an extremely long process to get War Cry up and running because it's two full war bands, many monsters, and absolute shitload of terrain. I mean, just an excessive amount of terrain, but great terrain um, in the War Cry box. Full rule books, uh, decks of cards to fully randomize your scenarios. Cohesive and clear cards for every model in the in the thing. Uh, you get the options on the sprues to build pretty much however you want to for your starter. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's that's the breakdown. I think if we talk about our metrics, um, but there is some subjectivity here, right? So I think um, as a two player starter, though, for me, it's an extremely good value. Um, Maybe one of the better values out there because of what you get. I don't know. I want to hear what you guys think, though. I think for of the of the GW ones, it's definitely their best. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, just just because it feels like, like you said, with the kill team, feeling more like a a game, whereas this one feels like you get what you need to be able to play. Absolutely. You know, granted, you have to build it all and paint it all. However. Like you're getting a good amount of terrain, you're getting what you need to play. So I I like that. If you're gonna put out the money, get what you need. Yep, it's good and splittable too. Like you can't split it evenly, but you can split the box. Like you can say, hey, if I buy this, do you want the other warband for forty bucks? Right, and you can recoup some of your money. Right. So it is definitely splittable because the cards and the dice and all that. Right. So. Right. Yeah, this is um, hard for me. Hard for me to judge because I've never, I've never played it. I've never really looked at the starter as something that was interesting me. Um, well, let, let me. Let, part of what we want to grade on too, right? If you think about how we're ranking these, is how playable the game is, right? Like as a two-player starter, is it a product that we would recommend to our listeners if they were interested in the game, right? Like, like think about the rankings, right? As like. They're relative to each other, but they're also relative to if we were going to recommend this to somebody who was playing the games or like playing war games and and listening to our show because they were interested. Is this a product we would recommend to them as something they would be happy with buying because it gives them the experience of that game? Right. Right. PJ PJ agrees. No, that was Ruby. (laughs) That was Ruby. Ruby? Holy shit. Well, somebody's walking outside with the dog. So she's getting excited. Wow. Hi, Ruby. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I mean, with, with, when it comes down to that, I mean, I think from what you have said, what I what I remember when you were going through and getting Warcry the first time with a couple of guys on the Discord were going through and getting I, I would mm-hmm. say that, then yeah, I would probably still rank it up with that B because it sounded like, again, I got no experience on this one, so please take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. It sounded like you guys were getting what you needed. You had everything. Yes, it doesn't pass the Christmas morning test nor will any GW product pass it because that's part of their hobby. So that's just an understanding of them as a company. It's not a, it's not a dig at them. Yeah. Um, so I, I think probably, yeah. I mean, if you're, if somebody's wanting to get in Warcry, I would definitely recommend them to going with the starter set then, oh, yeah, based on what I'm seeing from other people. Like it, it, to me, it's like, if the option is, should I buy the two player starter or should I buy a rule book and a, and a, like a set of terrain and a thing of miniatures It's the starter. Like a thousand percent the starter. Paul, what do you think? Yeah, no, like like I said, I think it's good great that it's a, a full game and I think it's great that it's playable. You know, I, I, I think it's definitely GW's best. 
Yeah. What, do you want to hear my grade first, or are you going to grade it? Um, I'm going to give it a B. All right. It's an S for me. This is my first S wow. tier box. Um, I have That's, this box. Ooh. I have this box, and I know that if I give the, so I'm thinking about my justifications for my other S ranking. And if I give that game an S and I don't give this game an X, I'm a, I'm a hypocrite um, because they provide very similar values for the interest level for the game. There is not, you, you are left wanting for nothing in the Warcry starter. It's a perfect two player starter box S no question in my mind. Fantastic. And, and, you know, obviously, obviously that means more coming from you than it does from me because you actually own it. I right. don't own it. So nor, from the outside, nor, yeah. I'm still giving it a, a good grade. Right. And I've exactly. And I've so I've used the terrain for Relic Blade. I've used it for Malifaux. Like it's just like the value that you get from the Warcry starter is second to none. It, like it, it's right up there with the best of the two player starter boxes. It's I, and I, I personally, I think the Warcry starter box is Games Workshop's best product. Period. So, high praise. Um, all right, I guys. Like it. I like it. Uh, we're moving on to the next one, the Infinity Operation boxes, and <clears throat> we can talk about all four of them. But I think really, since two of them are fully, well, three of them are fully out of print, we should really just talk about Operation Caldstrom. Yep. Uh, with that's, reference, the, that's the current one. Exactly. With reference to Operation Wildfire, which is the the one that started the trend that Caldstrom continues. Yes. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right. So, guys, doesn't pass the Christmas morning test. Nope. nope. Not nor, at all. Will, nor will any Infinity product. Again, same kind of thing with GW. Yep. Yeah. Part um, of the copy. That being said, um, quality of the models. Uh whew. <laughs> They're fantastic. As as someone that has spent the last three days building the second half of my Caldstrom box, um, these models are close. I, I would, so you know it's funny. So Paul the other day did a hot take on quality of models and saying that Infinity was the best and not GW. Uh, after building this second half and been doing this the old day, the way that they go together for pewter models, the sculpts, the details. Uh, I, he's right. Industry the, the, best. I'm not even going to pretend like they're, they're not. the industry best pewter models out there. Yep. Period. Yep. Like at me at it. I don't care. No, like, no, they're, no one, they're that good. No one um, makes them. Better. So qual- quality of your models are fantastic. Uh, the contents of your box, you get, you get all the dice for both players. Mm-hmm. You get all your tokens and templates the tokens and templates are not enough for two players, so that's a that's a ding at it. Only the, you're only get enough. The tokens for, are, but the templates aren't. So, sorry, right. the tokens are the templates are not. So like your your blast markers, your uh, your uh, flamer templates, those things. Those, so wait, wait a second. Did, did Caldstrom not come with two blast templates? No, I don't think so. No, Wild, only came Wild, with one. Wildfire. The only one it doesn't have two of is the flamer. Well, maybe it is the flamer. Uh, oh no, there, no, you're right. There are two. There, there are two landing zone uh, like smoke templates in. Yeah. Um, it's just the flamer. Yeah. It, it is. It's just the flame. But the thing is, like, you don't get terrain for two people. 
Right. Right. You don't it's get the terrain for right? two people. But well, it in, is, in, in, in order to you in Warcry. Right. It's just like Warcry. You can split the box really well with one person. It's just like, you know, when you split an apartment, one person has to get the master bedroom, right? And they right. pay extra. Correct. It's the same thing with an operation box. One person gets the terrain and they mm-hmm. pay an extra 30 bucks if you're going to split it. This box right. is splittable. Right. It's, it's very splittable. Um, I mean, as doing the other previous ones, I know we're not talking about those, but I have split those in the past. And again, those are very splittable. This is still yeah. very splittable. Super. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it gives you all the tokens, all the templates that the, the it gives you measuring sticks instead of rulers, but you still get something. Um, you get your dice, you get your models and you get very good high level card stock terrain. Yeah. So the important thing to say is that it's very good terrain for infinity. It the, It is like very aware of what infinity needs and the terrain Correct. is good for playing infinity. You yep. also get 14 extremely high quality metal miniatures. And let's, mm-hmm. let's say that the industry average for high quality metal miniatures are $10 per miniature. So $14 uh, or 14 miniatures, uh, you would expect to pay 140. And that is essentially what you pay for the box, but you also get all of the terrain, the, the rule or the, the rulers, the dice, the tokens. Um, and again, to say it twice, the terrain, because it cannot be overstated. The terrain is the third player in infinity and it is required. Agreed. Um, and it's good. You, you also get pre, uh, pre set up scenarios that are designed specifically to teach you the game to, to scale and teach you the game. You start up very small and you scale. It comes with a play mat. Yes, it's a paper play mat. But you get at least something that give you an idea of, of the table size. Yep. Um, and a lot of companies are doing that. I know War Machine's newer uh, core boxes come with those play mats as well, too. So that's starting to become an industry. Uh, for me, for me going, going on this, man, this is my first S tier. Uh, yeah. I've, I've absolutely loved the quality of this. It's, it's definitely been my best experience of a two player starter set in my hobby and career. Hell yeah. Um, so Paul, do you have anything to add? No, the, the, the only thing I would add and, and to make it a, a fairly perfect box would be as if you got, if you got 10 models from each faction, but obviously that would put it too pricey. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's, that's like the only thing it's missing, right? Is to, to get to that 300 point and, and they do release another box, usually a month or two after the 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 two player box comes out to fill in that gap, yeah, correct, right. So, and it's not, so, and that's not, and that's not too much of a pricey box. Forty like bucks, yeah. yeah, it's like right. another forty bucks, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, right. overall, it's putting you about the same price as the GW one. Uh, the only difference is that you've got a full army list out of it. You do have a full three hundred point list, yeah. So for, for, well, for Code One, because we we're talking about it, right, frames of Code One, the the ways that you play Code One are at 15, 25, or thirty points. You get a fifteen point box, a fifteen point army out of the the box itself, and a thirty point list when you buy the second box. No, mm-hmm. you can get more than fifteen out of the out of the seven. But you can't. Yeah, it, all, get, it all depends you on the get weapon loads up. though, right? Yeah, uh, okay. you, you, but yeah. you can get fifteen. So yep. it, it's 15 with the core box and then the 25 and 30 as you step into the beyond box. Yep. So, yeah. But, so that's my only thing is that it, it is not lacking the full game experience like Guild Ball, but for the same price of the GW one, uh, once you add that beyond, you are fully in. Yeah. 
and and that goes that goes pretty close to um, the standard infinity in addition to the code one. Yep. Right. So you're 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 in two games at that point. Yep. So what, what, where's your subtractive rating here, Paul? Uh, I I got to give it the S because it does everything so well. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, I'm, right I'm gonna, the, it's right up there with the Guild Ball one. Pricier, gonna, but just as good. I'm going to agree, yes. It's subjective, though, right? Because, like, there's some things it doesn't give you. Like, Warcry, it doesn't give you the full game, right? You don't right. have – you're not playing on a 4x4. Four four, you're playing on the smaller board. But the thing is that this game gives you the infinity experience in the box. Like, it mm-hmm. does its job of selling you how, infinity, how to play infinity, what infinity is about models-wise. Um and, and, and the play experience is phenomenal, right? Yeah, and, I'm, and I'm not, and I'm not a hundred percent sold on at least the ones in Wildfire, the the starter missions. I don't think they're the best, right? But Code One, but is it free. works, right? Right, and that's just it. And now we're dealing with Code One. Yeah, the Code One rules are free. They are referenced in the box. And you can go and download the Code 1 rules. Right. So you can immediately graduate from playing the intro scenarios to playing mm-hmm. full Code 1. Yep. Right. Which is not a and, – and that'll give you a pretty good good jump off point. Right. But, right. And, and I want to say like when we're talking about – when we talk about these starters, we are talking about Code 1, right? Like this is a way to get into Code 1, which is a way to get into Infinity. Right. So agree. as a stepping stone into Infinity, they have created a perfect product. Yep. Yes. Yep. S. S tier. Agree. Yep. Agreement. S tier. Yep. It's all agreements across the board. Yep. Okay. It's a, it's a triple sploosh. Yes, it is. We've <laughs> talked about it many times. We love this game. We love this box. All right. Uh, Carnival. All right. This one's all you, chaps. It I is. I don't have the experience with it. I'm going to talk about it. So this box, you guys. Oh, boy. This is a... This is another one of those boxes. When you see the price for the Carnival box, I think I paid $70 for the Carnival starter. The Carnival starter comes with two full army lists. So straight up. Well, that's not right. And one of our patrons is going to get at me. They're not full. They're close to full army lists. But for the scenarios that you would learn the game in, they're fine. Think of it like code one in terms of what you get, right? I think it's a hundred ducats or ducats or whatever. Uh, and 125 is a full game. So mm. very close. It's like seven models per side, basically. Plus you get a resin gondola. Um, they're all single piece miniatures. So all you have to do is take the miniatures out. If you want, you can just take them out and pop them into the, the bases because they're, they're slotted bases and you can just pop them in and you can be playing. Um, now, if you want to paint them, you got to clean them up, right? Because they're resin. Um, but you could be up and playing as fast as just popping them into their bases. Um, and then it also comes with a full set. So it comes with three or it comes with nine one by one dual sided terrain pieces. So they're board pieces, right? So you can build a three by three board out of these nine one foot sections following okay. me so far. Yep. And you can like arrange them to make canals. They're kind of like, do you, do you remember the game pipe dream? Yes. They're kind of mm-hmm. like that where you can twist them to make like different waterways. Uh, and then it also comes with, I don't know, like 15 or 16 buildings. It's a shitload of buildings. Just a bunch. 
Um, it doesn't come with much in the way of scatter, but that's okay. I, you know, I have a bunch of scatter. A lot of people have scatter terrain, but what we, we want to talk about this is an inclusive product, right? So just a bunch of boxes because this game has a lot of ver- verticality. So it's got a lot of buildings that are made out of cardboard. Um, and not heavy, more like, um, like the old infinity boxes. It's like lighter weight stuff, but the metals, the models aren't metal, right? They're resin. So they fit really well. So again, $70, you get the full rule book, no bullshit rule book. It is the full big rule book, all the fluff, all the scenarios, all the rules. And you get the two big forces, all the cards, all the dice, some really nice acrylic tokens. Um, and again, everything you need to play. Um, it's very hard to fault this box on anything. Um, it, it, if we're talking about two player starter boxes that come with everything you could possibly need, they have everything. Um, so if it, it, this is going to be like my, I only, I'm only going to have, uh, the three S rankings and this is my third, um, I, and this is coming from someone who's never played carnival. I am. The person who owns the box, I painted all the minis so that I could start playing games and then COVID hit. Stupid COVID. Uh, I know. I know. I originally had painted the half of it to play in a game at Gen Con and then that didn't, that got canceled. So I got really depressed and I put the models away and then I brought them back out to paint them to play them with my Malifaux friends and then COVID hit. Dude. Um, but the models are, sucks. the models are phenomenal for single piece resin. Again, it comes with all everything you need to make multiple street setups, and it comes with all the buildings you need to experience the verticality of the game and the dice. And it's just, I can't fault it for anything. So I don't know how you guys will rank it, right? Because all you will have done is seen it right. um, and have my, my backing um, on what it is. But my rank for this box is S because if you were going to get into carnival, I think that the two player starter box is the way to roll in. Okay. I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going to go with S because I know nothing about this game <laughs> and I go with what you, you've not steered me wrong yet. Yet. Paul, yeah, Paul? I, I, I can't speak for it. You know, I, I don't know enough about it. All I know is that uh, people that play Carnival speak very highly of it. So I can't S- imagine that their two player wouldn't be really yeah. good. A or, a or S is appropriate, I think. Okay. But you I'll, take an, you I'll take an AS. AS. All right. Yeah. So Paul, Paul's a, Paul's a Paul. soft A, soft S. <laughs> Paul made That's an right. ass out of us. Yes. Yeah. That um, That's fair. And because you guys haven't played it. Yeah. Right. All right, guys. So let's move on to the next one in our list. That's Bushido. The Bushido 3rd Edition, a.k.a. Risen Sun. I think Risen Sun. Doesn't matter. Whatever. 3rd Edition Bushido uh, starter set. Um, So this starter set comes with six single-piece metal minis. It comes with the tokens for everything you could want for a player to play. Uh, It comes with the cards that you need to play. Um, that's all. Um, what I can say is like 45 bucks. So price is very much right. Um, right. But it doesn't come with a lot. Um, if, if you were going to be getting into Bushido, you still need to find yourself your two by two service. Uh, you need some terrain. You need some measuring tools. You need some multi, you need two colors of D sixes. 
for right, each for player needs two colors. No, 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 it's not a bag in this one. It's in this game. It's when you attack, you roll attack and defense simultaneously oh, from the right, pool, right. yep. mm-hmm, and then yep. you choose how many attack and how many defense, and you have to differentiate them by color. Right. Um, so um, it, it comes. The, so the models are beautiful. I'll say that the third edition models are beautiful. It also comes with a small format full rule book, which gives it big pluses in my book. Right. Big, big pluses for me for that specifically. Um, but again, no terrain, no, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff missing. But again, you know, I think if we're comparing these, we have to compare them relatively. And the thing about this box set is it's 50 bucks. <laughs> Yeah, and that's a right. that's a nice thing. Like that's a that's a great price point to be in, even if it's not everything. Right, right? and it's so still a good price point. The cool thing about Bushido, right, is that it 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 this two player starter set hits that impulse buy like right. real fast, and it gives you a really good way to tow into two factions. And also, they very cleverly chose the like Ken and Ryu factions, if you will, right? They're like the two factions that have the most options and most play styles and easiest ways to expand into. And they give you models that allow you to go basically however you want in the faction. Right. Yeah, I think I think Bushido's been one that we've talked about enough and I've also looked into enough that I at least can probably make it – I'm gonna probably give this one a C. Mm-hmm. Um, there's being there's there's no dice that come in the book. There's no terrain. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you, you it still doesn't pass the Christmas morning uh, thing. The only I'm gonna go C plus because of the price point. Actually, yeah. with it being such a good price point with with the for two players, I think this is something that's gonna be very simple and easy to split. Um, oh yeah. You get, oh. This box is super. The only thing that's not split. I mean, you could split the rule book, but like with a chainsaw, right? Like, right. Like, but everything else is like the cards like fully belong to one player or the right. other, and so do the minis. Yeah, so I think I think because of the price point and the ease of splitting, this, this is going to jump it to a C plus. It, it's just lacking Boy. a lot of the things that a lot of the other sets that we've talked about so far that I've had uh, to to rank it higher. Yeah, I was going to say C plus until you mentioned the splitting thing, and the splitting thing actually takes me into a B minus because it the thing that the splitting thing does with this box is it makes the impulse even better. That means mm-hmm. that like if this is sitting on the shelf at your FLGS, you're looking at your buddy on war game night, and you're like. You got 25 bucks? How do you feel about trying Bushido next week? <laughs> like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, uh, like it, it, it's just, it's such an easy yes. Um, and, that, and, and that's not, and that's, and that's, and that's an interesting point because there's not a lot of two player starters that you can impulse buy. Uh-uh. Right. Agreed. So, I mean, there's definitely something to be said for that, which, which also means it's filling a different role than the other starters. Yes, it is. That's why I'm saying B minus B because it is it is filling a much different role. And and I didn't realize that that until I started rationalizing it. Yeah, yeah, that's just it. Like I didn't think of it that way, but it's it's definitely different. It's it's basically to get you enough models to play. Yeah, right. so that be, because it, it, because the game is it's basically the swagger. It's that confident that once you've played it, you'll be like, "Oh shit." Right. right, and a lot of and a lot of their stuff is free online, isn't it? So it's not oh, like yeah. you're yep. you're going to be missing it forever. Right, mm-hmm. like you you will have access to the rules a lot are of what free you online. Need. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even the cards, you can go and pro- get the cards in proxy. Right. So, 
So hmm. where you at, Paul? You got to grade it. I'm I'm giving it a I'm giving it a B. All right, a, so, a solid B. I think is is appropriate. Cool, cool. I like it. I like that we've got some full agreement and then also some full spreads. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Let's talk about Malifaux's second edition starter because there's not a third edition mm. starter yet. This is, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to, I'm going to jump in here first on you, Kevin, but <laughs> to me, and this, this came, this was probably the two player starter set that came out just previously to the guild ball one. Mm-hmm. And it's a night and day situation. A hundred percent. Right. Like, like everything. It's like the guys that made the guild ball one looked at the Malifaux one and said, everything they did wrong, let's fix. <laughs> no, it's mm-hmm. not everything. It's just like, whatever that box is, let's do the opposite. Yeah, exactly. Like, basically. It's exactly. so bad. All right. So I, I needed to get that out of the way. So let's go, let's go into why this is so terrible oh it's heinous it's not it's almost not fair because the box is not in print anymore and oh it, man there's one it, sitting at the at the one of them sitting right on our shelves and it's hardly relevant anymore and but i mean they made the minis better in third edition but we, we have to judge it on what it was right which is the two-player starter for second edition it was hardly relevant then yeah it sucks it was. Right, so there, there it, literally was only two relevant models in that entire box yeah there. so it comes with the the, the best let's, let's talk about what it comes with right so yeah, it comes with eight yeah. models Models, four Neverborn, four Guild. Um, mm-hmm. Now, in terms of expanding into your factions, these models are were garbage, terrible. With the, ex- with the yeah. exception of two, one two. for each faction, one for each faction. Because Angel, Angel Eyes was good in Neverborn, and Nurse Heartsbane, and Nurse Heartsbane was good in Guild. Yep, the rest but, of them were trash. But trash. but they were but what like the one thing that they tried to do was they tried to make them all available elsewhere. Yep. Yeah, because they were right? all they were all, they were all Mercs, so you could play them in any faction, but. But they were garbage. They weren't so, even good in their own faction. Yeah, they weren't mm-hmm. good anywhere. Um, they were just bad. And not only were they bad, they were the the miniatures themselves are boring. Yes, yeah. I, I I actually made since they since the rules for these models came out before the box sets came out. I actually went and got the other side uh, RPG uh, character, or not the other side, the uh, the the, the Malifo. The Through the Breach, thank you. Through the Breach character building kits, mm-hmm. the female one, and made my own Angel Eyes. And that's the model I continue to use even after the official model came out because she was Ugh. so boring. Ugh. So they're bad. Yeah, they're very bad. Yes. It's very it's it's hard to overstate how bad these models are. They don't it didn't so this didn't come with full Malifaux rules, I don't think. I think it came no. with just like a tiny little leaflet that had some not very fun missions, if I'm being perfectly no, honest. Here's, here, here's the thing I was them. just thinking about them. They weren't very fun, but they actually taught you Malifaux pretty well. It's it's one of it's one of the like weird dichotomies of this set, is that they were terrible and you wouldn't want to sit through them. But you could learn Malifaux quite well through them. Yeah, but yeah. like, would you want to continue playing? Right? Oh hell like, no! You, I would. No. I wouldn't want to subject anyone to that. See, and that's not good. Like no, teaching you the game if you're not having fun is not good because Malifaux is incredibly fun. It is. Um. So this is a this is a garbage starter for a diamond game. Yeah, because not only were um, the models not very well sculpted. 
the the tape measures that they gave you inside of them broke after the, yeah. like the first so or second time you here's, used them. Here's the, I'm going to come out on this, guys. The only reason I'm not giving this an F is because I still use the Fate decks to teach people Malifaux. See, so, the Fate decks were bad because I used the Neverborn ones and they were started ripping on me. They do. I had to sleeve mine. But the, the thing about Ooh. them is they're very informative. Like... All of the cards have little bips and blurbs for new players. So if new players are looking in their hand, they can see little like relevant pieces of information Mm -hmm. and they're very easy to read for a new player. And the only thing keeping this starter set from an F is those fate decks. Yeah. I think I'm giving my, I'm giving mine a D minus. Um, and the only thing that's keeping it is because they do provide you the materials to play Malifaux. Technically. Get, technically. You get <laughs> janky. That's why it says a D minus. It showed. I, I feel like. I feel, But it's not a C, right? Because it's not trying hard enough to get a C. It's just Agreed. barely showing <laughs> Agree. Agree. And because of the fact that it actually has two models or at least worthwhile. It, it, the, the fact that you get everything and it's got two worthwhile models that can that you can potentially use. D that's minus. why it's not an F. That's, <laughs> it's a D minus, but it, you're technically passing. Got it. <laughs> Paul. Oh, oh man, that's like a that's like this kid might as well have not showed up to class all year, as far as I'm concerned. This oh is, boy, yeah. dude, you got an absent. That sounds like oh, an F. Yeah, dude, this is this is straight up an F. There's no there's there, there's nothing <laughs> right. that can that can redeem this. Even I mean, it that box wasn't even fun to open up. Yeah, like, but what I want to say is uh, that the so the, uh, the the caveat the, the caveat is that it. Uh, we love this game, right? So this is like this is just a bad product released for a good game. Yeah, yep. yeah, I can't and say it, that and it happens, right? Like that, that yeah. absolutely can happen. I mean, because this 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 came out when this was Paul and I's top game. Yep, you know, and we continued playing after this game. I bought the I bought the set because I split it. Right. Um. But yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. So let's move along. Uh, Song of Ice and Fire, specifically the two player starter Lannister versus Stark. Uh, Christmas morning test in spades. Uh, um, 100%. It passes it. It's got all 100%. the terrain, all the dice, all the miniatures. It's like you pre-built, can't Pre-built go. miniatures on their bases. Don't even have to slot them in. They're boom. They're done. You boom, pull done. them out. Just pull playing. them out. Put them on the things in your plane. The rule book itself is like 19 pages. It's short. Um, so you are not talking about a long time. It doesn't really have intro scenarios, but like – you know, 17 pages of rules. So maybe it's like 25, right? Because 17 pages of rules and like six or seven pages of scenarios. Yeah, but, but you, you can but get it's, up and it's, kicking. It's organized so you can like go through your steps and be playing a game. That's yep. correct. Yeah. You could like read it out loud to another person and be very confident to play the game. Mm-hmm. Right. And <clears throat> and, C- and Simon has fully uh, made this game 100% downloadable for everything. Uh, rules, stats. Everything is 100% downloadable. So even going in and splitting this, so you're a partner, not you're your buddy, not getting the rule book, they're not left out. They've got the, they've pulled up their phone, boom, there's all the rules for them. Their app for this game is fantastic and it really helps as well, too. Yeah, it's great. Um, the train's 2D, but all the train for this game is 2D. And it, frankly, once you play it, this is one of those games where, like, I don't usually excuse 2D train. I don't always like it, but it works very well for this I game. I think this is game is a game that you always want to play with 2D terrain just Agreed. because of the way that the game is played. Yeah, and the way line of sight works and stuff. It's just better better all around to use 2D terrain. And the yep. game looks fine because the miniatures are dope, and there's a ton of them. So Correct. Um, now, the miniatures in the two-player starter are a little soft compared to what they've released recently. 
But they've um, gotten better. They've gotten. That's what I'm saying. They're soft compared to now. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Though. I'm. This is an A for me. A tier for Song of Ice and Fire two player starter. The reason it's not an S is that they aren't competitive army lists. Um, that being said, you can very easily augment with one or two unit boxes for thirty bucks a piece and get pretty decent lists. So you know. But again, it, it, the the A tier justification being that like it doesn't necessarily have a game mat. It doesn't necessarily have how to teach you to play the game rules and it doesn't necessarily have the best quality miniatures in the range. So A for me. Man. I was so 100% going S until you said that last bit. You can uh, still go S. No, it can be know, an S for you. No, I, I, it, it is... I'm going to go A+. plus. Alright. Only because of what you said with the fact that it does not give you the learn to play rules. Yeah. It's just the core missions that are in the core rulebook, which are fantastic missions. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with them. But because of the fact that it does not have a learn to play, and I do think that there is a level of... But, but I mean, if we if we treat an A as, like, a, a product we would always recommend to somebody as they're starting out the game, like, if you, if you were going to... If you like Starks and Lannisters, or you have a buddy and you want to split Starks and Lannisters, this is the way to go. It's 100%. just a solid yeah. product. It is a very good one. Yeah, and again, I think the only thing stopping me from going S is because there's no learn to play. Got it. Paul. Um, I know there's no learn to play and I know there's no game mat, but I just feel like there's too much good stuff in there mm-hmm. um, to, to not give it S tier. All right. S tier. Um, Boom. I, I mean, I, I, I got it. I got it. Because again, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Looking at the, uh, the, the comparing it back to the infinity one and mm-hmm. comparing it back to the Warhammer one, we're all sitting again in that like 150 price range. Yep. But everything you're getting for it, you're playing two people a full game. Right? Yeah. Like like yeah. the oh, only, yeah. like the only thing you need on top of that to be, you know, at, at the the standard points is like a $20 box. Yep. Um, you know, so you're getting a whole lot for it. And and I mean the the amount of those peripherals you're getting, right, with your with your two D terrain, with your your dice and your tokens and eighty some odd miniatures. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of miniatures. A lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just, I just, I just can't see with how and with how well organized the rulebook is. I don't think you need starter scenarios i think it would only detract from it if you had a starter scenario because the game is so easy to learn that just following the steps to start a game and how to play the game all you need i don't i don't think it's lacking for that it's very hard for me to argue with you for this specific reason is that i played recently i played a a game with uh um my, my buddy aaron and we played just out of the starter set, like straight out of the starter box. And we finished the game and Aaron looked straight at me and he was like, we're re-racking, right? Like, <laughs> like it was like we finished the game and it was like not even a question that we were going to play a second game. Right. right. Um, and, and, I, and I think that's, that's part of what it is, is that it's so – there's so much to it and it looks good once you get it out there. Like really the only thing it's missing is the 4 by 4 mat. Mm-hmm. And in which most, be, in most which of make the, it another eighty dollars, right? So right, but even if you look at the the 
the the mats from the other games, they're still kind of meh, and you're not oh, going to use them beyond are. beyond the Christmas morning test. Realistically, that's true. Agree. Agree. Outside of Guild Ball, that's very true. And Guild yeah. Ball and Kill Team, or uh, not Kill Team, well, Kill Team and so Kill Team, Warcry, and Guild Ball all have like exactly what you would use. But for the the other cases, you're a thousand percent correct. Yeah. Yeah, so I so I don't feel I, I don't feel like it's it's suffering for not having those things. Okay, fair enough. I, I mean I'm not I don't think that you're wrong. I, I think S is perfectly fair, and the only reason I'm holding my S we'll talk about later. Okay, for this starter. Um, all right, so Wild West Exodus is our last two player starter that we're going to talk about because I think we've all owned it in some way, shape, or form. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, this, I'm going to come out, you know, just in the, for the sake of time, I want to give this game its due, but for the sake of time, I'm going to come right out with my rating and then justify it. So the wildest Exodus starter for me is a C, uh, and I want to talk about it the same way that we talked about the Bushido starter, um, because that's the closest comparison. It's cheaper. Um, you know, I think this thing clocks in at like $60, 65, something like that. No, it's less than that. 50 then fine. Like. Either way, the Red Oak starter, it's between $40 and $60. It comes with two sets, uh, two armies, uh, neither of which are necessarily close to a full posse. Mm-hmm. It comes with... The, the, and here's my problem, and the reason I'm giving it a C is because it gives it, it fancies itself a two-player starter, but it only comes with one player's worth of the essential components, um, which are the two decks that you need to really play this game. The one is for your action cards and the other for your uh, like adventure cards. So it's like the two different resources that you're managing and also one set of fortune ships. So really the only way to play this game as a two-player starter is to split these two products that are this product that's actually meant for a single player. Um, and then to have to manage that and do it fairly, to me, reduces the value of the starter. I think if they released the starter with two sets of the decks, it would have been a much better thing. Um, but that's just me. So for me, it's a C. Great models, uh, good, great game, right? But it's just a C starter. I I think it's better than you're giving it. Okay. Um, so so here's the thing, and I'm and I'm trying to lock down the exact price because I, I I always felt like it was a, a fairly low price for what you get. It, it is comparable <clears throat> to Bushido. So. Right, and and here's the thing. Comparatively, if you're not into either of the factions that the guys are officially with, right? Mm-hmm. What is it? The Earps and the Outlaws, the James, uh, Jesse James, yeah, 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 Jesse James, right? Uh, they're usable regardless of what other faction you want to play. Okay, uh, which which I think is great because most uh, the Stark Lannister, the Infinity ones. The Warhammer ones. They lock you in. They You're locked into the mm-hmm. faction, right? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, you might not be getting the best. You're getting somewhat limited. You're getting like half a posse, right? So, you're getting your your uh, boss and your face and, you know, a, a bike and what, two dogs or a dog per faction. So, it's, it's not a lot. Yeah, it's not a lot, right? But if you're like, I want to get this to start. Regardless mm-hmm. of where you go, those mm-hmm. models are usable. But here's the deal, Paul. If I was going to say to a buddy, let's try playing Wild West Exodus. Yep. You you can generally get Wild West Exodus starters for 35 45 bucks for a mm-hmm. posse starter. And a Gubbins box is 20 So... For me, the, the argument is do we split the red, bo- the, the red oak box or do we 
just each by a posse and a, a gubbins box. Right. And and that that is the weakness is that it is cheap enough for a two player thing that you can get a one player thing for the same ish price. Same price. Yeah. Right. So. And get and get exactly what you want. So that's the yeah. downside to it, right? Because yeah. the gubbins and if you get the the whatever posse fact whatever posse box came out first. Although I I think they're not doing that anymore. I think they're separating out the they are separate. That's right. So now it's like build your own starter. You you buy a a a, 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 a posse box and a gubbins box. Yeah, exactly. So so there, you know the the uh, that'll be a a separate buy in, right? But which which is fine. That's fine. So I and I think that's just it. I think I think with its price point and the price point of their single player stuff, it almost that's its weak spot. So that's that's what I'll say there. But I think I think they made some good decisions in that in making those models usable regardless of where you want it to go. And just as a as another point, that red oak box is no longer available. Mm-hmm. So I either they've decided that it's not worth it or they're gonna do a different a different one. one. Yeah. Yeah. So and I'm I'm not sure right now what what that's gonna be. Um Maybe it'll be something related to Lost World Exodus, and that'll be your way into the uh, game for now. Sure. So, so what would you possible. call this one? What am I going to call this one? I, I'm 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 giving it a I'm giving it a B. All right. So I because because I feel like I feel like you're I I, I think it's it it, it mm. almost better fits as a one player starter with a way to show the game to a friend as opposed to a true two-player starter. But I think Fair. I think some of the decisions they made with it are were smart. All right. Chris? I mean, if Paul doesn't like your rating, he's really not going to like my rating. Uh, I'm giving it a D. Hey. Why for? Uh, for a lot of what you said, I just think that, uh, to me, it doesn't deserve a C rank. I think it deserves a D rank. The the one... The, the, the big thing that sells... That sold me on this game once I was able to get it under grass was the two different deck systems. And the fact that you don't have that and you only have one of those decks and there's not an equitable way of splitting it and nor would you want to split it because when you start expanding and growing your armies, you know, it's it's not a it's not a good way to do it. You want those full action decks and, and everything. So uh again a lot of it was also the tokens are only enough for one person. Um and I just, and again, I played Outlaws. So I bought it purely for the Jesse James model. I bought it purely for the bike. Um, and so, but for me, like just, it just wasn't enough for me to get higher. And I'm almost willing to put it at an F because it's not on sale anymore. All right. Well, I mean, as a product, I think, I, I think yeah. all of us have a fair reasoning and ranking. Yeah. I just can't help it that you guys are wrong. That's fair. <laughs> ah, there it is. I mean, I mean, hey, fine. look, it took an hour for one of us to say that, okay? <laughs> all I right. think all my answers are right, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, so that's it for our two-player starters. And we want I wanted to do a couple honorable mentions for one-player starters because there are some excellent one-player starters out there. And, and I, some of them are very much related to, to what we the talked two about players. already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So let's let's talk about just – we're going to talk about four, and we'll, we'll try and make these faster. 
Um, I'm the only one who's going to have real input on this first one, and I just want to bring it up, and that's Riot Quest. And it's it's hard to talk about Riot Quest because it's actually a, more of a board game than it is a miniatures game, but it is a private chip press game, comes with miniatures. But um, I think what you're getting for the one-player starter for 50 bucks for you get five of like the highest quality metal miniatures we're talking about like right up there you know like the, uh, with privateers best in terms of like characterfulness and just like i don't know the the vibe of riot quest is very strong um but also you get high quality cards high quality tokens very good dice chunky really really like you know dice they're just nice to roll mm-hmm. um it's the mom dice yeah so. which are which are wonderful i was just thinking that i was just thinking yeah. about mom and how get that game is anyway yeah, they're they're great so the one player starter for riot quest i want to give i just want to give us a, a solid b so people know um if you're out there and you're thinking about playing riot quest it is a it is a sure gamble to pay 50 dollars to try this game out like if if two people try it even the mirror match is fun of a starter box versus starter box so, so, so while 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 you're doing that, can I toss a B out for the Monpok one as an honorary mention as well? Yeah. So let's just call this Riot Quest last Monpok. Yeah. As as single player privateer starters, because yeah. I would also give the Defenders Monpok box a B. Yeah, because I mean, comes with the math that you need. Comes with eight apartment buildings. Comes with the dice. Comes with the monster, and comes with five S- of the uh, little guys you can use. And with the way the game functions. You can play you can a play. game with that, yeah. Yep. So I think it's definitely a B, and 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 that one's fifty bucks, which is you know, which is great. Well, it's reasonable because the the big miniature that you get is huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're you know twenty five thirty bucks depending and on, they're both on what it great. is. Great, both of those starter box minis are great. Yeah. Um, so, Chris, where are you at on the Monpok? Are you going to abstain or do you have a vote? I I think I'm going to abstain for this one. I don't like. The Monpok aesthetic does not excite me at all, so I know nothing about Monpok, and I really have honestly looked at nothing into Riot Quest outside. I think of it's the, fair. I think it's outside fair of the models. The models, are, the models look great. Yeah, that's fair. That I think. There. I think. I that's. I offered it to you because I think it's probably the right thing to do. <laughs> yeah. No. I, 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 I appreciate it. I appreciate it. All right. So uh, we're going to talk about Marvel Crisis Protocol, uh, single player starter box. I think a lot of people don't think of it that way, and you should. Yeah, it is definitely should. it is definitely a single player starter box. Yes, a single player starter box. Uh, but the nice thing about it is that unlike Riot Quest, which if you play Riot Quest with another person, you both buy single players. You must play a mirror match. If two people buy Crisis Protocol starters, you hundred percent don't have to play mirror Correct. matches. Um. So, uh, I for me this is another S tier box. Um, I'm going to actually have a couple more uh, S-tier boxes here. Uh, the Marvel Crisis Protocol box, for what you get for the money, impeccable. Cards, dice, tokens, terrain, miniatures, everything you need to play a game Man, in it's the box. A, it's, it is a deal and a half, that Oh, it box. is. It's it's fantastic. And, yeah. and if anyone tells you otherwise... They're, they're straight lying or they've never they 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 don't know what they're talking about straight up. Right. If anybody tells you this box isn't one of the best starter boxes in miniatures gaming, they straight up have no idea what they're talking they're about. They're just they're just being salty about something somewhere and just yeah. don't like, you know, um, and Will Pagani remember, or something. 
the person who's talking doesn't even like this game that much. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and I still think it. I still think this is one of the best deals in uh, in in miniatures gaming. Yep. Like one hundred percent rankings. S. S. A plus. A plus. I, I, Look at that. Like I said, I think it's one of the best things, but you know, my my lower rank the, is the on game. Principle. The game is holding you down. It's, yeah, a, it's on it. principle. On principle, I can't I got get it. it an S. Good lord! I, no, it's fine. Um, I know, but he just hates who I, I choose to be. <laughs> that starter, though, I'm man. Sending, the I'm sending the gift. All right, and so now we're going to talk about ice and fire single player starters. S. Every one of them. S. Absolutely. Um, Every one of us. S. S. Yep. Yeah, because this does not suffer from what the two-player was because these are not designed to teach you the game. These are designed to get you into a faction, and these are 100% dice, templates, tokens, Everything, rules, terrain. The terrain. Rule books, the rule book and terrain are themed to the faction. Correct. Get the fuck out of here. And there's, these- there's scenari- there are scenarios themed to the factions. Like the Night's, the Night's Watch scenarios are so much fun to play. So it's so good. much fun to play. It's everything I said about the two-player starter – but half the price, exactly. Yes. And and again, and it and it has a full full ass list. Like you can straight up play these games. It's yeah, just I I bought my Baratheons when and you played right the, out of the box. And I, yeah, because I bought them. You got them for me at Adepticon Gen and Con. shipped or Gen Con and shipped them to me, which was what six months before they ever hit uh, retail. retail. And mm-hmm. I was playing full size games with that army. Boom. Yep. Yeah, Ice I and th- fire boxes. I, I think you popped it open the day after you got it, and we were playing. I did. I mean, so, I popped it open, put paint on them. So yeah. I will, I will say that for me, this is this is the S plus box. There, there are no better starters on the okay. market than Ice and Virus starters, hands down, the best starter boxes out. Yep, I agree with that. All right, and the Infinity single player starter sets. Um, so there are multiple armies that come with 300 point army boxes. Now, I don't know if all the 300 point army boxes come with terrain, dice and tokens. And I think some of them do and some of them don't. Yeah, I think the I think the US Ariadna one came with does. Yeah, the, the Spiral Core does has terrain, dice, all that stuff. The 300 point one I bought back in the day for combining did not. Yeah, and the, right. the Invincible Army one that I just bought does not come with uh, the terrain as well. So, but I also know that that combined army one was super inexpensive. So, but, I don't but, even think it was 70 bucks. Yeah, for me, these are going to get an A. Um, yep. Because they don't come with the same level of terrain. that the And even though they come with full armies, they don't come with the same just level of attention to detail that the operation boxes do. Mm-hmm. But um, A, A for me. Yep. Yeah, and and look, as somebody who got one of these to get into Infinity, uh, I I can definitely vouch that it is a good place to start because it's a it's a list that you can play at at the full up the three hundred points. And once I knew what I was doing, I, I added a few more things, and once I added a, a support piece or two, I instantly had options, which was yeah. great, which was yeah. absolutely fantastic. All right. I think we've done it. We've gone through well, our, well, our well, games. Well, well, oh, no, Chris, no. you got to rate it. Uh, I'm going to go with a B. A B. Uh, they're, they're fantastic kits, and I, they're very good places to start. But looking at the quality of what we rate, just rated with the Ice and Fire, it's not giving the same level, and that I don't think it's worth an A. It's, it, to me, it's a B. But they're, they're, still solid, they're still solid boxes. That's why Ice and Fire is an S and not an A. 
I know. Well, but, I mean, but he can say two ranks down. Like it, they could be better. These boxes sure, could be quite sure. a bit. Well, better I mean, they, they don't come. They don't come with dice. The, the thing Some is, the, the, pre- the presentation Some could be better. The presentation yeah. could be better. I I don't think the newer ones are coming with the amount that like the Ariadnas came. came so here, here's here. what I'll say. My rating is an A for the Spiral Core and U.S. Ariadna box, and a B for the boxes that just come with miniatures. I'm I'm going I'm, I'm I'm sticking with the A all around just because that's how I got in and it was real easy. Got and there's something for that out yes, of a one player box. Yeah, because yeah, like looking at the one that I just bought, it's only 183 points. Oh, no dice, no nothing. The, yeah, the Invincible Army putting out with the the weapon loadout that comes with the models in the box. It's two, two, four, six model. Or yeah, two, yeah, six models. It's 183 points. Oh, oh no, dude, that's a that's not what we're talking about, Chris. You're talking about a blister box. You're talking Again, about. A, I mean, I'm looking at the start of the sectorial that's, starter. Yeah, pack. yeah that's, that's a sectorial a, starter. Yeah. We're, we're talking about the 300 point army boxes. Yeah. Oh, for like oh oh okay, so like what I got with military orders. Yes, yes. that's then, what we're then, okay. About. Then I'm an A. Then I'm an okay. A. All right. Okay. All then right. that that I'm explains it because because honestly, for getting into a game, those six man sectoral starter boxes are trash. I, honestly, <laughs> I I honestly forgotten that those those one those uh, those one army ones. A B for the six man is generous. <laughs> I was being generous, <laughs> but I really am literally in love with. No Infinity wonder why you thought I was there. Thought Kevin and I were insane. I, I don't you blame were. you now. <laughs> But no, so uh, yeah, I completely forgot that those existed, even though I bought one. Um, yes, yes. solid A on those. Uh, you do get your dice, you do get your models. So yes, yep, yeah. And it and seems and it, and it seems like those uh, six man ones are on their way out since they're bringing all of those uh, action, packs. action packs in for <laughs> nomads and Ariadna yeah. and stuff. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad I grabbed it because literally with grabbing this one, I now have every single Zuyang model they make. Oh lord. <laughs> But yeah, right. that's it. We've yeah. done it. Yeah, let's get let's let's uh, let's, let's send wrap people it on their way. Yeah, yeah. Read us out. Um, yeah. So first of all, thanks to everybody who stuck with us through a really rough August and apparently half of September as well. You know, we've been pretty inconsistent, but thank you for for sticking with us and and coming back now that now that we're back and uh, in business again. Uh, so that's appreciated, especially for our patrons. We appreciate it uh, so much. Uh, I know we've seen you on Discord, um, but seriously, thank you for for the support and being understanding. If you want to find out about becoming a patron, uh, patreon.com slash three men in a war game. Uh, all of our options are there. This the show is completely supported by patrons. Uh, so, yeah, no, no ads, none of that BS. And thank you to Static as a City for the cool music that you get to hear on the way in and on the way out. And thanks to these two knuckleheads for hanging out and 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 for putting up with my shit. So, (laughs) um, all right, I'm I'm done. I'm good. That's it. Hashtag blank Paul. Bye. (laughs) 